I confess that tacky, overdone, 90s, intensely desperate smell of polo cologne still turns me on. (laughs) Fuck. Sex. Almost everybody does it, and almost nobody talks about it, except at Bedpost Confessions, a live storytelling series based in Austin, Texas. Whether the performers are funny, informative, political, or completely personal, the anonymous confessions from the audience are the stars of every show. Stories heard at Bedpost Confessions explore themes of sexuality, gender identity, dating, marriage, masturbation, breakups, health and wellness, and more. Whether the story is hysterical or downright emotionally raw, we hope Bedpost Confessions will either spark a fantasy or start a conversation. Maybe even both. I have a confession to make. I am a polyamorous woman. It's a bit of a shocking admission, but those who know me best understand polyamory pairs well with my generous nature. Some people infer this means I will fuck anyone. Nothing could be further from the truth. Most days. (laughs) Shit. This isn't going to be one of those days. Beggars can't be choosers. I need this man more than I need my prejudices. But, ugh, really? My creep alarm blares. It's the suit. Specifically, the color. I call it 70s brown. You know the shade, the one that pairs so well with orange shade carpets and olive bathroom fixtures? The style and cut are completely up to date, but too many of his shirt buttons are undone, exposing a large triangle of gray chest hair. At least he had the sense to skip the gold chain. I'm desperate, but a gold chain would have been unforgivable. I reconfirm my seat number. Mr. Brown's suit is studying my chest. When his eyes finally meet mine, I reward him with a wide smile. Sliding into the seat next to his, I stow my purse before introducing myself to my new best friend. I'm Ken, he offers his hand. It's strong, meaty, solid. I hold it a bit longer than necessary. Both our smiles increase in wattage. I hope you don't mind. I'm a bit of a talker, I warn. Lovely, he says. I hate standoffish seatmates. I'm over the suit. Ken is exactly what I need. Looks like I won't have to share you, Ken says, when the plane is closed up and the seat to my right remains empty. The irony makes me giggle. Or maybe it's the pill I've taken to make flying bearable. I hate flying. Hurtling through the skies at 37,000 feet in a tin can is a near-death experience. My brain and my body feel their mortality, and they collude in panic. So I take plenty of drugs, and I never fly without my husband. Today is an exception. I explain this as quickly as possible. I'm happy to be your substitute husband for the flight, he says. I swoon with relief when he offers up that thick hand again. The plane moves. I grab and cling to his kindness. My heart is in my ears. My stomach is in my throat. A clean liftoff is followed by a gentle climb. But I'm a mess. I want to find Zen in another pill. Hun? 
That would not be a good idea. You won't make it through the U.S. border when we land. Breathe. You're doing fine. Ken tightens his grip. His other hand strokes my arm. His touch is light, comforting. His eyes follow his fingers. Ken is a lech, but kind of a sweet one. What takes you away from home and husband to sunny old Arizona? He says after several long minutes. Anxiety is subsiding. I'm definitely relaxing. Maybe I relax too much. I'm going to see my lover. I say. I could blame the drug for my lack of inhibition, but the reality is, I'm a sharer. <laughs> That's not to be confused with someone who overshares. The difference? People don't recoil from me; they lean in, or they do when they're not in shock. Ken's shoulders press back into the seat. I have a husband and a lover. I also have a life partner. I'm polyamorous. Poly what? Ken asks. Polyamorous. My best definition is I can love many, and I can fuck many. It also means I'm happy to see my husband and my partner love many and fuck many too. You watch? No, we aren't all together, but that's how some poly people love. I'm not usually so crass, but I am a little high. The confession, however, is true to my usual form. I'm a woman who hates superficial conversation, even with strangers. I am most comfortable in deep connection and naked intimacy. Ken gulps. He swallows. He skims me once again with his gaze. So your guys all know about each other? Yes. And they're okay with it? Yes, they are. Why wouldn't they be? He admits his imagination easily conceptualizes more than one woman for him, but more than one man for his woman—unthinkable. Like many, he gets hung up on the sex part of my love life. Unlike many, he doesn't pry for intimate stories, but he wants them. Instead, Ken does the next best thing. He takes me away from this plane. Ken tells me his stories. Ken has been married twice. The first marriage ended in divorce. I was no angel, he admits. Am I really in a position to judge? I say. We share a laugh. He hesitates, sips a few times on his beer, and then he gathers himself. My seatmate is also a widower. There's no philosophizing over the loss of the second marriage. She stopped having sex with me for years. Then she got cancer. He passed up several potential affairs to preserve a cold marriage bed. Ken is bitter over the lost years. I I want to tell him fidelity is commendable. I don't think he'll believe me. I'm fascinated when he reveals he did not buy the burial plot next to her, and immediately started dating. His daughters are furious. His wealth does not temper their rage. 
I consider telling him his daughters are unlikely to ever get over their mother's death, but remind myself when flying, I avoid all turbulence. I've heard about women like you, but I've never met one before. Polyamory is a new term for me too. No, I meant you're a woman who likes sex. Poor Ken, I fear he's been doing something wrong. <laughs> he's oblivious to this possibility. Instead, he stares at me with new eyes. I'm a discovery, a mythical creature he's only heard rumors about. In the flesh, sitting next to him, a real, alive, sex-loving woman. I carefully alter course, sending him down to earth. It's not all about the sex. I tell him about the joy and complexity of loving many. I tell him about the pain and complexity of loving many. We agree, finding love is difficult. Sustaining monogamy is even harder. We also agree that infidelity is easy. We have our own little world, Ken and I. I buy him a drink. He gives me his cookie. The plane might as well be empty for all the consideration we give to being overheard. I have nothing to hide. My husband wouldn't care. He'd goad me on. My husband, my my boyfriend might raise an eyebrow. My partner who fell in love with my brutal honesty and authenticity, would cringe and shake his head while saying, Babe, you don't have to tell everyone everything. But I do. I'm loose. I'm positively slutty with the truth of who I am. Because when I disrobe, others will too. And I love that. I need to get past the skin and fat of a person to the meat and bones of who they are. And even then, I will go deeper. Nothing but the richness of their marrow will satisfy. People are my adventure. People are my pleasure. Everyone is worth a bit of curiosity, even someone like Ken. Ken is happy with his new love. If he wasn't, he'd be whining about her to gain my sympathy and to signal his availability. Ken is that type of guy. His attraction for me is obvious. His eyes love my tits. He holds my hand comfortably as if I am his. Maybe, I could be. But he is strapped in his monogamous seat while I soar next to him polyamorously until an announcement breaks us apart. The plane is landing. Three and a half hours have passed in a blink of conversation. Ken doesn't want our connection to end and tries to reclaim my hand. I decline. I'm not scared of arriving, only of departing. Ken puts on his ugly brown blazer. I observe him try to shake himself free of the fog of our connection and as a distraction ask him to open the window blind. I see desert before we touch the ground. My eyes scour the view as if I might catch a glimpse of my lover. I retrieve my purse. I dig out my phone and turn it on to discover many messages from my men. There's naughtiness in my grin as I flash Ken my phone screen. He pulls out a wallet, stumbling around an offer to meet for coffee. He presses a card into my hand. I've never met anyone like you. I smile. 
I take his card and slide it deep into my purse. You took very good care of me. The aisle is clear. I stand. I enjoyed my time with Ken, but I'm not done flying. Bedpost Confessions is produced by Julie Gillis, Mia Martina, and Sadie Smythe. Audio production is by Ian Danskin. You don't have to attend a show to confess. With our confession scroller, you can confess with us anytime on our site at bedpostconfessions.com. Also pick up a copy of our anthology, Bedpost Confessions, Real Sex, Real People, Real Stories, which features 35 stories and hundreds of audience confessions. Bedpost Confessions, the anthology, found on Amazon in print and ebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, and if you have a sec, please help bring Bedpost Confessions to more people by rating the podcast. You know how it works. More ratings and reviews equals higher podcast ranking equals more confessions. Thanks for your support, and until next time, we will leave you with a few other confessions from the audience. I confess. I once had sex with a woman, and just before entering, she stopped me and told me that I was her first sexual partner since she had been raped by her best friend. We stopped, we held each other, and talked. She was courageous and beautiful, and I still think about her. Aww, that is lovely. Yep. Good choice. We have to love one another. We're each other's medicine, healing. I confess there is too much talking in polyamory, yawn. <laughs> I confess I'm a lady, and I love getting it in the ass. I got wet just writing this. I confess I'd be okay with letting someone peg me while I'm dressed like Princess Jasmine. It's not a big fantasy of mine or whatever, but I'd be up for it. I confess I have erectile dysfunction, but I make up with it by delivering lots of juicy, quivering tongue gasms. That's oh, the best. Thank right? you. Thank you. Thank you.